This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by Hallie E. Myers. Thank you, Hallie, so much for donating over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. If you can't donate monetarily, uh, that's the way to do it. Up next uh, are our Halloween spectacular in which we discuss uh, a, a barely a Halloween movie. Uh, <laughs> Phantom of the Megaplex, a Disney Channel original movie. Uh, so enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. Sean. I'm Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Disney Channel original Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, you really pulled one over on me for this one. <laughs> You didn't like it? Oh boy, this was um this one was a tough <laughs> this one was tough. You know, it's weird. Like y- you uh very much watched these while they were airing, correct? I did. I did not watch any of these. Like I didn't even know this was a thing until I think I met you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Halloween Town like is beloved and um I, I that is not a thing for like when you you posted something on Instagram about Halloween Town. And every, I made a snipe comment and literally every comment after was like, already watched it. Best movie ever. (laughs) Halloween Town is a Halloween classic. I'd never even seen it. I'd never even heard of it. Uh, It was not on my radar ever. My wife is older than I am, so she had never seen it. I mean, I shouldn't have been watching these, let's be honest. But, but, uh. (laughs) <laughs> I finally showed it to her like three years ago, and now now it's like a must a must watch during the season. Uh, I mean, have you watched all the other sequels? Of course, I have. Okay. <laughs> well, Phantom of the Megaplex was November tenth, two thousand. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember the premiere. It, <laughs> I do. That's this so was on, This was honestly like my favorite one. This that's crazy. Um, it's considered one of the worst on most websites. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Is I looked, true? I looked it up. E Online has it listed as the third worst Disney original channel ever. <laughs> what was what was the worst? Um, I think it was one of the Xenon. It was like Xenon three, I think. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> Not the sequel. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. The tr- the trees is cool. Uh, so <clears throat> in ne- what, was, what was second to last? <sighs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't even know half these movies. <laughs> was it Horse Sense? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what website did you say this was on? This was on like E Online. E Online, worst Disney. <laughs> they, they rank the best and the worst at the same time. Channel, original. <laughs> All right, bear with me. 
This is this is so peak podcast. Well, I'll 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 tell I'll tell a little bit about the movie Phantom of the Megaplex. It was released November tenth, two thousand. It wasn't even the Halloween movie this year. Did you know that? No, what was the Halloween movie? The Halloween movie was Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Oh, classic Caroline Ray movie. Yes. And then this one came out a few days later, like a couple weeks later, just after Halloween. So I don't know what was happening. I guess Mickey Rooney just needed a role. Mickey Rooney is fantastic in this movie. Are you sure about that? When he sings that Hollywood song, he's giving it his all. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was pretty unbearable for me. <laughs> it was like one of the most depressing moments of my life, seeing that in this fucking movie. Uh, and the only other person, um, and I shouldn't say of fame, uh, but like the only person that I noticed was uh, Corinne Bower, however you say that, who played Mitchell's mom in Under Wraps, another movie we covered. Is that that she's the mom in Under Wraps? Yeah, she's also in Police Academy. Yes, she's actually in a bunch of stuff. She's a working actress. Um, one of the, so I, I'm on this e site, and Under Wraps is rated the second worst oh, Disney original. Are you sure it's not the best? Second best? No, it says the word worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can't argue with that. <laughs> so Under Wraps was. Um, they changed to Disney Channel Originals in 97, uh, Disney Channel Original Movies in 97, and Under Wraps was the first Disney Channel Original Movie ever. Prior to that, they were Disney Channel premiere films. Okay. Right. Uh, then the, the, the order for the Halloween movies were Under Wraps, Halloween Town, Don't Look Under the Bed, Mom's, got, Mom's got a Date with a Vampire, Halloween Town 2, The Scream Team... Um, I don't know. Oh, none in 2003. Halloween Town High. Twitches. Have you seen Twitches? I have. Oh my God. Are you serious? That was 2005. You were in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, our buddy Mike watched. Uh, dude, I. <laughs> when I used to go home from college, Mike would be watching uh, um, Phil of the Future. Like, like <laughs> we'd have it like DVR'd for <laughs> each episode. Oh my god! Uh, then it was uh, Return to Halloween Town. Yeah, but but Twitches wasn't that the one with um uh, the sister sister, Tim, Tia and Tamari. Tim, yeah, Tamari, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've never seen Twitches, Joe. <laughs> <It, laughs> I think it is. It was two thousand five. Uh, <laughs> Twitches two, Girl versus Monster, and Invisible Sister. And it seems that they've uh, stopped. Two thousand fifteen was the last uh, Halloween movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bunch of, bunch of sellouts. Which is stupid because one of their original movies is like uh, this zombies show. It's like zombie high school, uh, but they release it in February, <laughs> so stupid. perfect timing. Um, it is stupid. It is stupid. Um, E's uh, rating was the third worst, and they had a comment that said the best part of this movie: a subpar Scooby Doo type whodunit about determining. Who is under the titular spook's mask? Was Mickey Rooney was Mickey Rooney as the senile old man who thought he worked at the theater? The worst part, the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Scathing review. Uh, so that's what we got for Phantom of the Megaplex. The mouse won't let out that many other uh, backs backstories, you know. 
they got that shit pretty locked tight. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't need us blabbing about uh you know what went on behind the scenes. So uh, why don't we just get into uh Phantom of the Megaplex, which fun fact there is no Phantom. <laughs> or is there? There there's no there's nothing supernatural about this film. Uh it's not it's not a Halloween movie. <laughs> But there's a tornado in the movie theater. There is. There's uh and also anyway. So it starts with this narration. Let's let's just it starts with narrating this kid. Yes. Um and they're talking about this guy who died inside of a movie theater in their town. But then the kid immediately cuts himself off and is like, "Yeah, right." Anyway, they built a new movie theater over over his corpse. So you're like, "Holy shit, what the fuck?" Uh and it's a uh, this is Pete Riley. Uh, 17 years old, works at the movie theater, hardworking fella. Uh, and the one thing that drove me nuts about his narrating is he laughs and he narrates for the first like 15 minutes. It's insane. Uh, but he laughs after every statement that he makes. And, and, and if you start listening for it, it, it will make you insane. It's like when you notice a sound and you're just, you're so fo- hyper focused on it. It makes you like lose your mind. Uh, so, so he, he, after everything, he's like, yeah, I'm the youngest assistant manager <laughs> responsibilities. Am I right? <laughs> and that is his narration for everything. He's, he's introducing to you to 37 different characters there. Uh, <laughs> uh they all have aliases. <laughs> Every single one of them has a nickname <laughs> and he makes sure to tell you the nickname and make a little little pun afterwards too <laughs> just, just <laughs> as if the punny nickname wasn't enough um so we're introduced to pete uh then we're introduced to sean the manager sean mcgibbon and then we meet well we don't meet but we're introduced to this character uh owner wolfgang niedermeyer yes uh this is there a Disney movie that doesn't have an old guy named Niedermeyer? <laughs> <laughs> Wolfgang and Niedermeyer are like go-to names. I've, for, I've never just like smug, stupid assholes. I've never once met a man with the last name Niedermeyer or a woman for that matter. But for some reason, Disney has a plethora of characters <laughs> with the name Niedermeyer. And I'm pretty sure they're always played by this guy. I'm pretty sure this guy plays him in every fucking movie. Um, and yeah, we meet a thousand characters. Just they literally introduce you to every staff and, member. Uh, to be honest, none of them matter. Zero of them matter. They're they're all stupid. They're all annoying. It's insane. Um, except one character, a movie Mason. <laughs> Old Mick. Old Mickey Rooney. Old Mickey Rooney plays a character named Movie Mason. <laughs> Dude, he survived for like another twenty years after this movie, which is insane. He looks, he, Ill. he looks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought that the entire time, like, holy shit, this guy lasted for way longer than anyone should have expected after looking at him in this movie. <laughs> he did not look well in this film. I feel bad, but it's just the facts. It's just the facts. Um, and uh, we learned that Movie Mason, he owned the original movie theater where a man was murdered and uh, now just shows up to work every day, but not getting paid <laughs> and like hands 
uh, Sean, the uh, current manager, like a schedule every week. It's like, oh, here's my schedule. And Sean throws it in the trash. He in front throws of it out while he's watching. While he's watching. And Sean belittles him like <laughs> constantly, which I mean. Mick Sean Rooney- <laughs> is over the top mean to this guy. <laughs> he is. But Mickey Rooney is just like, he's just always there. And honestly, Mickey Rooney's kind of an asshole later. <laughs> But we'll wait till we get there. We'll wait. I don't want to spoil that surprise. Uh, Mickey Rooney, he'll turn. He'll turn halfway through. Because uh, I would honestly punch Mickey Rooney in the face. Uh, uh, we we also are introduced to Caitlin Kerrigan, who's this girl that Pete is attracted to. Um, and again, not really a part of the story. You think, you think she's going to be, but she's really not. She's just, she'll, you'll see her later in the movie. And that's really it. Um, and we see, we meet Sean is lecturing everyone, the manager, and he's telling everyone, you know, Mr. Niedermeyer called and, uh, we've got a premiere tonight, a premiere of this movie. Um, so everything's got to go off without a hitch and, all of this and meanwhile we also learned well, the that movie the movie's called midnight mayhem and, and i all the actors are supposed to be like showing up for this premiere right this megaplex right. and i think they were like making fun of melissa joan hart or, or sarah michelle gell i think they were just making fun of all the people with three names because the female's character the the star of the movie has three names and everyone gets them wrong all the time and it's they're like kind of playing off of that. Um, and then there's like a, 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 like a action star that's also in it. That's showing up. Um, and, uh, we also learned though, that Niedermeyer is, uh, giving his son-in-law the job of GM of the theater, which right. really upsets Sean. <laughs> and if you can figure out the rest of the plot based on that, you're, yeah, I understand. Cause I, I also did. <laughs> It was very clear what was happening <laughs> the moment that they exposed this information. <laughs> it's honestly insane. Uh, well, back at home, though, uh, uh, old Pete goes home and we meet his mom and uh, his two obnoxious siblings, who I thought were going to be the throwaway characters and are not. No, uh, Karen and Brian. And they are the basically the stars of the, the movie, besides Pete, who I just wanted to strangle at because he's he's like he's, teenage girl eye candy, like that's all he is. Oh, you think he's a stud? I mean, I I don't think so. But why else was he on screen? Because he does nothing the whole movie. <laughs> Joe, oh, yeah. The whole movie is him cleaning up messes. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly infuriating to watch. It was really. Uh, it is true. He he does. He, there's a lot of screen time of him just like sweeping, just cleaning and being like, "Oh man, I gotta stock the straws." <laughs> it's fucking insane. And, and meanwhile, the siblings are like, "Hey, I'm pretty sure there's a phantom in here, so let's figure that out." <laughs> while while Pete, uh, you know, just does his job. <laughs> The little brother, the little brother is almost unbearable. Yo, he's 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 brutal. He's actually brutal. He makes sound, dude. He makes sound effects with his fucking mouth. <laughs> like he's on screen going dun dun dun. Like <laughs> also, that kid will accuse a man of being the phantom later, and he's so rude about it. 
<laughs> the guy's like, I'm not the Phantom. And meanwhile, the Phantom is doing stuff in front of the You, you can see him? Yeah. <laughs> and that kid is like, you're the Phantom, you piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, that guy handles that phenomenally. Dude, I would have that, strangled that kid. That kid. That kid is talking reckless to him. Dude, that kid, that kid, that kid could get somebody killed saying shit like that. It's fucking crazy. He... Also, that guy's, like, trying to fix the projector, and the kid's like, why else would you be up here? And he's like, so I could get that off the screen. <laughs> yeah, because the thing's looping over and over again. <laughs> the kid, and then, kid's like, they, likely story. <laughs> but honestly, you know what? Now that I'm saying this out loud, I, I side with the kid, because that guy's a fucking idiot. It, it was just a reel, and he couldn't figure out how to stop it. Just <laughs> take right. it off. You're just right. take the fucking reel off. Also, are, are reels that gigantic? Why was that reel, like... Double that deck. was huge. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen one. But I mean, again, it seems very easy to stop playing. In the year two thousand, I think we should have. I think we should have that figured out by now. Reel to reels, like I mean, literally. That, all that you guy could talked do is, and looked like a mechanic. Just cut like, the film. He, yeah, no, but Sean, literally anything. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's, not, your, it's not the movie. Just destroy the film. R- right. Some asshole put it on there, but there's there's a lot to this where that it's got to be plugged in. You can you just unplug it. <laughs> uh, well, these kids are going to the movies because they really want to see University of Death. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they want their brother to take them to the movies where he works, um, and we also learned that their dad is dead. <laughs> or. Or do we? I don't even know what happened, but they don't really explain that. But they're like, oh, boy, dad loved the movies, didn't he? Yeah, I think you should assume he's dead. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And the mom's like, I wonder if that's why you're working at the movie theater. Like, are you serious, woman? Like, get get this kid in therapy. Like, obviously, that's why he's working at the movie theater. Like, (laughs) this kid needs to see a therapist. He needs some help. Um so they want to go see University of Death. Oh, and also there's this side storyline that I thought was going to be massive, and it's not. But these kids love... Dude, all the Disney Channel original movies, now that I think about it, they're always divorced parents. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, but these kids are like, man, I can't wait for you to marry Greg. <laughs> like, Which, Greg makes an appearance for about three minutes in this movie. <laughs> It's insane. And also, and why, why are these kids he so offers, excited? He he offers nothing and he helps resolve nothing. Uh, it's zero. Zero to everything here. It, nothing makes sense. Um, but the mom tells Pete, you know, she's really worried that he's going to be burned out by the time he hits 30. <laughs> for some reason, all I could think about is your dad in that situation. What he would say to some, like being worried about a kid working too much. Uh, he'd, he'd honestly be mad about the amount of downtime this kid had. <laughs> like, why are you home in the middle of the day? Yeah. <laughs> he would. I work uh, three jobs. Uh, I have a note here that says, let's talk about how fucking bizarre Mickey Rooney looks, but I think we covered that. <laughs> he, he doesn't look well. It's, it's, it's very odd. Um. I can't stop like like this whole time for the the last twenty minutes. I've just been like uh, on and off giggling to myself, thinking thinking about him singing that song. Dude, it's it's like so like it's, it's so, so like, devoid of emotion. Yes, yes, that's the perfect way to explain. That's so funny. I was trying to think of the right words for it. It's like soulless. 
He sings the entire thing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like, hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> Like he's got this like sm- smile painted on his face, but it's it's not legitimate. Uh, and uh, good old Mickey Rooney, um, they give him the honor of being a ticket taker with with no pay, with no pay. such an insult, with a slap no, in the face. And he's begging to do it. Like they need help so bad. Like every first of all, this is like the most crowded movie theater of all time. Uh, and then Mickey Rooney's like, I can help. Like people are bake, they're they're going up to the manager, being like, "You need to get us help. We need somebody to help us." And Mickey Rooney's like, "I'll help." And the guy's like, "Oh Jesus Christ, no!" And Sean's like, "I thought I told you to get the <laughs> fuck out of here." <laughs> By the way, it's so much funnier to do the Disney dialogue the way it should be because like it's so obviously censored, obviously, but. Like absolutely, like if if Sean were a real person, he'd be like, "Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> you again? Get the fuck out of here!" I mean, there are times when Mickey Rooney is honestly being very helpful, and Sean will just show up and be like an inch away from him, and be like, "What the fuck are you still doing?" And- <laughs> dude, dude, when Mickey Rooney sings "Hello for Hollywood," he's all he's doing is entertaining all the people waiting to get inside. <laughs> And Sean, and they're clapping and singing along. And Sean comes out and he's like, get the fuck off my property. Honestly, this time I side with Sean, though. Oh, oh, I side with him, honestly, the whole time. Because (laughs) Mickey's finally like, he's like, listen, fine. You can, you can be, you can be the ticket taker. And then it like cuts a little bit. And then we come back to Mickey Rooney, who's screaming at people trying to get into a movie. And he's like... That movie is a stinker. <laughs> and not allowing them to go see it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's a nightmare. I'm team Sean all the way. <laughs> yeah, Sean is right. And then Sean's like, and, and Sean... Fi- and Sean, 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 like, really gives it to him. And then Mickey's like, well, here's my famous actress friend. And she's like, why don't you just tell him that in the first fucking place? Dude, dumb the, shit. the actress is from the town. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows her. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. But he, uh, so he, so Mickey Rooney's like screaming at people, being like, you can't come into the movie. <laughs> this, this movie is terrible. And the people are like, I just want to see the movie. I don't care what you think. And he's like, go see this Emmy award winning film instead. <laughs> and then Sean fires movie, Mason, and rightfully so. But it was. <laughs> But he doesn't technically work there. Yeah, right. He's like, please fucking leave. This guy is just a weird-ass old lunatic. And takes the longest goodbye escalator ride of all time. Just (laughs) waving, waving at the siblings. The siblings of Pete who are coming in and are like, I can't believe they just did that. (laughs) Old movie Mason. Oh, God. What about that fucking sad sack girl that... Always talks about people dying, dude. <laughs> and she always looks like she just sucked on a lemon. <laughs> I mean, the supporting cast is rough, uh, <laughs> and they serve no other purpose other than to make you miserable. Just all of them, because there's one that that he, oh, his name's Mark because his nickname is Question Mark because he asks you a question. <laughs> he asks you a question. No matter what you say to him, he asks it back to you. Right. And there are people in this world that that do that and it's infuriating. <laughs> and 
you get this guy the entire movie and he never breaks that character. It's not, it's not, they don't f- say it and then forget about it. He asks questions the entire fucking movie <laughs> of statements you just heard. Um, it's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. Um, but this, this is, uh, this scene right that happens right now made me so insane. I, I almost turned it off. I, I was, I, I was like, I think I need to do this tomorrow. I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. And then, there's a scene where uh, one of the guys spills candy all over the floor. It, it is gallons of M&Ms all over the floor. <laughs> Fucking like two tons of M&Ms. And everyone starts slipping <laughs> and throwing their popcorn <laughs> everywhere. The place is trash. There's shit everywhere. So Pete's like... <laughs> <laughs> Pete shows up. And, and, and instead of just cleaning it like a normal human being, he wastes so much fucking time <laughs> by slap sh- by slap shotting M- one M&M at a time into a garbage can. He he puts a garbage can on his side like street hockey style and grabs a hockey stick from like a display and just starts slap shotting M&Ms into it. And the crowd is cheering for him. <laughs> and all I could think about is what a fucking mess that would make because there's no way you could do that. I, I almost is, want to do it on film just to prove a point because it would just spray M&M's everywhere. It would go everywhere and it, it, he's hitting one at a time, Sean, somehow, <laughs> defying physics. It, that is the least like efficient way of cleaning anything I, I've ever seen in my entire life. And especially this, because this isn't just like I spilled a box of M&M's. There's literally M&M's strewn across the floor. <laughs> and everyone's cheering them on. And this scene lasts so long. It's shot weird, too. It like slows down at times. <laughs> it's insane. It's so painful. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Oh god. And this is this is what I mean. The Pete's just eye candy in this movie. He's done nothing. Although to be fair, nothing has happened in this movie and nothing happens in this movie till at least halfway through. <laughs> so so again, uh, I didn't hate it and I'll stand by enjoying it when I was younger, but uh watching it recently there's nothing that happened. And I mean, like, yeah. The entire time. Yeah. And it's hard to, you know, it's hard to make fun of a Disney movie because obviously their demographic wasn't two jerks making fun of it yeah. on a podcast. That's not their demographic. Two 32 year old men being like, oh man, how did he hot slap shot M&M's? But like at some point, somebody should have had to have just been like, hey man, this is so fucking stupid. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it worked because me and my brothers loved this movie. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe it was Mickey Rooney. Maybe, maybe you guys. But like, that's the other thing. Why is Mickey Rooney in this movie? Like, <laughs> attracting the youth demographic. <laughs> that is a good point. There's nobody, like my brother's age group in the year 2000, that knew who Mickey Rooney was. Dude, I barely did. Like, I fucking barely did. Oh, man. Um,. So, uh, yeah, him and his girlfriend have this weird, painful conversation. It's just like the one thing that's interesting about movies, watching them now is like these teen movies. um, I actually noticed it in Goosebumps recently. I think that was like the most recent teenage movie that I had seen, like young teenage movie. The, The romance stories between these kids is just so 
weird to watch it's 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 weird and it's interesting you know what i mean it's obviously not for our age like we don't understand it but it's just funny to watch that stuff and i i when i was watching goosebumps the newest one i just remember being like oh that's so weird because they can't they can only go so far right right i I know exactly what you mean it's just this weird thing like in goosebumps it's just like like you have to tread a line so like tightly yes to yes tell the, the to tell the love story of. yes and it's and it's very much just like hey i like her and, and no kissing and just like like i want to hold her hand like that's right it's and it's just very odd it's very odd especially because you know what these kids are up to on 2018 i see the your fucking instagrams kids all you talk about is eating ass and <laughs> you know <laughs> blowing each other i don't know i don't know what you guys are doing the fuck instagrams are you looking at i don't know i don't i i I watch world star and they post it all you know you know what i'm saying i do i guess all right anyway um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm gonna get arrested for this conversation uh Okay, so we have this love story and it, it 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 doesn't really matter so it doesn't matter at all but Finally, we start getting, uh, I guess, what is considered phantom activity, which is just incompetent employees fucking shit up <laughs> and really just not being able to fix problems. And then the br- little brother showing up and being like, the phantom strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> he says it just like that while, while holding a finger up in the chair. Yes, dude, I was doing that while I said it. <laughs> So like, so like the it's, pop- always, it, it's always a fucking revelation. Also, the the whole phantom like backstory is it's like never even told. Oh no, it's just like glossed over until this kid just keeps shoving it down your throat. It's exactly like right. it must be the phantom. You're like, oh, I guess there's a phantom. I, oh, I guess that's what we're watching. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like like I don't know why there's a phantom in that theater or why he knows about that. It's insane. It's honestly insane. <laughs> so so like the popcorn machine is making popcorn and it won't stop again. Just unplug it. <laughs> like literally all you have to do yeah and everyone's like oh my god and then the kid shows up and he's just like the phantom strikes again <laughs> and you're like and i mean what? If, for anyone that, that's about to yell at us about about this disney movie i'm well aware that that in the beginning they talked about the guy that died like we mentioned that too so he's the phantom but like i just don't like but they, he's not the phantom they, they never I, I know that. And they never, like, really go into, like, the legend of it. They just tell you that in the beginning. And you, you would have forgotten about it unless this kid didn't say it every two fucking seconds. You're, you're correct. And, I mean, I even said that at the beginning. He Even the guy who explains it is like, yeah, right. He, he, he goes, well, some people say a guy died in there. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> our new movie theater is there, and it's great. <laughs> that, that is the, that's the backstory. <laughs> So even your main character isn't even like, yeah, man, uh, I kind of believe it. It's he's just like, yeah, that's it. And what a joke. (laughs) But again, he's right because it it doesn't exist. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, and the Phantom won't show up until the end of the fucking movie. So uh, just a bunch of weird shit happens. Um, Yeah. So. Uh, the brother finally tells him, though, the little brother finally grabs Pete and is like, hey, guys, this is uh, the Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> oh, and we actually do see the Phantom now, uh, but you only see his eyes. 
and his laugh because he's standing behind a cardboard cutout with his eyes coming through and he's just like <laughs> and when you think about when you think about the ending that's even more ridiculous see the ending is so fucking absurd like and you know what i guess there there is a reason to criticize this movie though and pick apart a disney movie because disney makes very good movies and i would argue even mr boogity isn't bad you know what i mean like mr boogity's stupid or whatever but it has like a probably too in-depth backstory um and but reasons for the characters and stuff you know what i mean like and this movie like the ending you're just like wait what the fuck was that like what 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 did, what did i just watch what did i waste my time watching well, what I'm saying, so so spoiler alert, there's not a real phantom. It's 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 one of the guys. So I always love scenes where there's like a cardboard cutout and then the eyes open. Because it just means that guy was just like going out of his way to stand behind that. And like the shit he was doing was so preventable. It was it was all so weird. Like, <laughs> it was all so weird. Um Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Anyway, um so they decide uh well well, First, Sean goes missing. Sean goes missing, and Niedermeyer's trying to like get in touch with him because he's on his way. Right, and this so they was, find Sean. Well, and he's First, tied up in the basement. I need to say one thing before they find Sean, because there is a scene, and it's useless to this entire fucking movie. But I just have to say it because my blood was boiling, and it's so that girl went to go see uh, University of Death, which is an R-rated film. So she snuck in her and her friends, and in the middle of the movie, like the friends are sitting there. And one of her friends stands up and says something like, I forget her name, but she's like, my name's Caroline and I love Phil. Like in the yeah. middle of a movie and my blood has never boiled so much for a fake scene thinking about it being real. Like I fucking hate loud people in a movie theater and thinking about a 13 year old girl standing up in the middle of like the new Halloween and saying that I, I would have honestly went down there and beat the shit out of her. probably. <laughs> I, my, I would have been very mad too. There's actually a guy in this scene who's in front of her. So oh. The guy, the guy, the guy's never seen again. But he turns around. And he's like, "You, you shut the fuck!" <laughs> like, like it almost made me think that that this was like unscripted and they're actually watching a movie. Cause that, <laughs> that guy might be the best actor in this whole movie. I, dude, he is. He is. He's so mad. He's like, "Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me right now?" <laughs> and this scene has nothing to do with anything, but it just made my blood boil. But anyway, yes. Um, uh, yes, uh, Merle, the projectionist, confirms they're being sabotaged. They can't find Sean. Um, also, Merle confirms that based on nothing. Just an FYI. <laughs> Merle's just like, like like the kids go up there and they're like, hey, I think we're being sabotaged. And Merle's like, hey, guess what? We are. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are like, I knew it. And Merle's like, yup. And that that's <laughs> basically what we get out of it. <laughs> um, so they go to look for Sean. Um, and they find him tied up in the basement, bound, yeah, which bound and gagged. Without giving a spoiler, he is very much tied up, which which is alarming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and impressive. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah. Um, but he doesn't know who did it. He doesn't know. Oh, boy. So the siblings are like, hey, let's solve this crime of the Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> like, they actually announced this. They <laughs> Like, they're like, hey, I think we should solve this crime. Um, and then they realize 
they start realizing all the troubles in every theater relate. They have to do, they have to do with the movie titles. Right. So it's very clever. It's very so. So there's one movie called Cyclone Summer, and a, and a tornado erupts. <laughs> tornado force winds erupt within that theater, and it's like blowing people over. But you can see the fan, like the, the guy, the, the Phantom just put a big fan there. The Phantom. No way. <laughs> that fan wouldn't even cool down my bedroom. Absolutely not. The Phantom moved these fans into the theater and turned them on. But my biggest problem with this is that is the most elaborate, large-scale prank. Literally everyone walking into the theater should have been like, hey, why are these fucking fans here? And somebody would have had to turn them on. (laughs) The winds are so high from the fans that they're blowing people out of the movie theater. I I know. <laughs> Literally, tornado force winds. Sean, this movie's awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Like, how would the Phantom even? Whatever. The Phantom setting these things up, and it's also funny because we we know these things exist. Like, <clears throat> all of these things exist in the theater. For they're supposed to be there for the the the, the celebration. So, like earlier in the movie, they they were like, "Where's the fans to blow?" I forget, like confetti or whatever. So, all these things actually do tie in, but very loosely. And again, he has to move these things into the theater to to cause the problems. We see him moving the fans, don't we? Isn't that when they're up in the projection? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that. Yeah, that you're you're no no no. When he's up in the projection, they see him setting up, setting up like a. a like a giant setup of like hoses and shit and like literally all they have to do is go down and deconstruct it because he's moving so slow and and they both they all make eye contact he's just like lurking behind (laughs) uh it's amazing um sean thinks movie mason's to blame for all this yeah, he. I mean, it's a solid red herring. Uh, yeah, He's except wronged. Except to own it. Movie Mason can't tie his fucking shoes, let, let alone set up all these elaborate sabotage plots. It would take movie movie <laughs> movie Mason so long to move those fans. There's no chance. This guy. This guy. One hundred percent wears Velcro shoes. <laughs> um. So the kids are still trying to solve this, which is weird because <laughs> it's it's definitely one person. Um, and they find this weird-ass area in the theater, <laughs> like a weird side room, uh, and it's Movie Mason's homemade <laughs> office. In, in the movie theater. It does the not work theater. in. It's his home in the movie theater. And Movie Mason... <laughs> Proceeds to go on a 45-minute fucking monologue about movie magic that I don't know a word about. But he's just like, boy, the movie theaters are magic. (laughs) And I would never do anything like sabotage a movie theater. It goes on forever. I honestly tuned out and came back and he was still talking about it. (laughs) It was infuriating. It was infuriating. Um, also, I couldn't believe this movie was an hour and 20 minutes. You thought, you thought it was longer? No, no. It just, it just, I was just impressed that Disney Channel original movies were like full length. I, I, I was honestly expecting it to be like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. No, they probably could have trimmed 20 minutes off of this. Yeah. You, you, no, I mean, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, they could have trimmed like 
an hour off of it <laughs> and told the same story. But like, I get it. I understand its purpose. So I, all I can think of is, is movie Mason pitching to that guy that made Manos the hands of fate. Telling him that movie magic will just fix everything and post it. Oh my God. That, dude, that's where Manos got the idea from. <laughs> just Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was still 150 years old at the time of <laughs> Manos. Uh, Fuck. Oh, God. Okay, so uh, Movie Mason does that. Then we meet Tori Hicks, who is the agent or manager of the two stars, who I guess are sitting in their limousine outside. <laughs> and they've lost Sean again. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, you don't have to give us all the clues to... <laughs> to... Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This main character, though, this kid Pete, um, this kid Pete is 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 a real hardo, though. He's he's honestly kind of the bad guy in the in the movie because <laughs> the two kids, the two siblings, are the ones doing the footwork on this. Pete is right. still running around doing work, and uh, Pete encounters his like bully, I, I guess, uh, the guy that likes his girlfriend. He's not even particularly a bully. Um, and he won a f- contest fair and square to pull the sword from a stone. Right. Like the kid has the sword out and he's like, Hey, I won this contest. That means I get into the premiere and this right. kid, this little kid is such a fucking hard of this kid Pete. And he's like, that's it. Get out of my theater. <laughs> he's like, you're not getting the passes. I was like, yo, this kid's a fucking chump. I mean, he won it fair and square. I don't know what Pete's beef was. Pete, well, Pete's like obsessed with this chick. It, 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 this it, Pete's weird. Pete's a weird guy. I, I don't like the. I don't like Pete very much. I think I'm more on this guy's side. Whatever this bully's name was. <laughs> Are you sure? Because the guy was a fucking chode too. I, I mean, they're all chodes. I think. I think I'm just in Movie Mason's corner. <laughs> no, you're not. Stop. <laughs> well, next is uh, a fire alarm gets pulled. <laughs> The next big prank. <laughs> and uh, the kids think Merle is now the, uh, the 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 guy because, again, the Midnight Mayhem trailer is just running over and over and over again. And they're like, only Merle can do that. <laughs> and while that kid is violently accusing the projectionist, like we were talking about earlier, like he's like, you piece of shit, you did this. Um, the real phantom is downstairs in a stupid robe, uh, setting up <laughs> this, this like whatever it is in plain. And view. again, literally everyone in that room, in, including the projectionist, all see him, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody stops. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "If we want to know what he's planning to do to Midnight Mayhem, like we got to figure out what what's in Midnight Mayhem, guys. He's literally setting it up in front of you." All you have to do is take it apart. Whatever pieces he puts down, just lift them up and move them. <laughs> Instead, they go and look up the plot on the internet. <laughs> and Sean has been bound and gagged in his office again, which again, <laughs> very impressive. So yeah, uh, so they just need to dismantle it. They find uh, Sean bound and gagged. And uh, Niedermeyer uh, shows up. And it's the guy that plays like Niedermeyer in every Disney movie. This that weird skinny guy. Oh, I think he's in Mallrats too, right? No. Who would he be in Mallrats? I thought he was. Fuck! Now it's gonna drive me nuts. What he's in? 
Because he's always the guy that gives. I thought he was the dad. No, but he's not the dad. The girl's dad in it. Michael Rooker? Oh, boy. I, I don't know. Wait, is Niedermeyer also an Animal House? That is that. that there's a character's name in, in Animal House. Yeah. I just want to see what he's in. Which is crazy because I was looking at this. His name's Colin Fox. He's in My Pet Monster. Yes. He's in Tommy Boy. Yep. Okay. God damn. This guy. And he's still working in 2017. Unless he's dead. No, he's alive. <laughs> Thank God. Um, You know, you just need you just need a guy like this around. Um, mall. Are you sure? <laughs> Perhaps not. He's not a mall rat. So perfect. Okay. Um, Man, this guy works, dude. These Some of these actors, you just I just love looking at their thing. Because they just work nonstop. Yeah, but look who he's playing. I know, but I know it sucks, but like like Spy Z. But dude, Nature he like D. works like bullshit shit and he's probably making like a decent living. So does Sin Loke. Well, I don't think Sin Loke is making a decent living. Yeah, they're on the same level. No. Sin Loke plays like inmate number one. <laughs> dude, that, that that's what this guy's playing. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Look at the look at the character names. <laughs> Oh well, look at that shopkeeper, <laughs> large head, <laughs> trustee number one. Okay, okay, same level, same level as Sinlok. Okay, we gotta get Sinlok on here too. I know, I've I've, I've tried. We he's, could. Definitely. He's making that. He's making that bank now. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Um. So, I'll shoot him an email right now. So Niedermeyer is here. And he's like, Wait, can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah, yeah. Next week, I'm going to go meet Ice T. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about Sin because I know he knows Sin Loke. Oh, that would so be just, amazing. Show, show him, show him my my, my Joe Loke hat and, and see if we can get uh, Sin Loke on the line. That would be amazing. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Also, um, that crocodile video. Bring that up to him. <laughs> See if he knows what I'm talking about, uh, dude. Awesome. You know, I hope he's like it's an yeah. alligator. You, it's an alligator. You ignorant fuck. Oh I, yeah. I hope, I hope that that would be, be his response, <laughs> dude. If it is, oh my god, I I would honestly be able to die happy if he said that too. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, Niedermeyer shows up, right? Yeah. And and what happens next? I still don't really completely understand. So. The, well, there's balloons up top that are clearly floating with helium, but they also have like water in it. So, so the somehow, and for some reason, there's a premiere, but they're not letting people in, so everyone's just outside waiting. I, I don't understand it really, um, but they all come in, and then the balloons, like Joe said, they're like floating. Well, they they're not letting the people in because so much shit is happening inside. <sighs> okay, but well, like okay. everything everything's going crazy, so they're trying to get everything straightened out. Well, that seems like a losing battle, but sure. So, and and then there's balloons at the top of the ceiling that they're going to drop, and, and but they're filled with water. <laughs> and then, so they they do drop. <laughs> the guy that's with Niedermeyer, who's like a director, he's the son-in-law. The son-in-law, <laughs> the guy who plays him is phenomenal. Oh wait, the bald guy or yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that's the actor, that, or maybe it is the director. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. That might be the director. Yeah. yeah, it's the director. Carlo Rota is the uh, actor. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. His son-in-law is the other skinny wimp in the scene. He's always, he's always like smacking his lips, and he has the most smug look on his face <laughs> at all times. It's so, so smug. And the they guy all hit, so. That, that guy gets hit with so much water, and he doesn't <laughs> flinch once. Like it was, it was amazing. Also, if that happened to me, I'd fucking leave immediately. I would, I would get the fuck in my car and leave. Of course you would. Oh boy! And then uh, it cuts to Mickey Rooney outside, who's singing "Hooray for Hollywood." <laughs> While all of this is happening, um, and and this and Sean goes out there and he's like, "Hey, pal, get the fuck out of here!" And then he, and then while this is happening, the star of the movie, Miss whatever her name is, comes out and she's like, "Hello, friend," <laughs> and she's talking to Mickey Rooney. <laughs> yeah, and Sean's like, "I didn't know." She's like, "I'm here with my date." <laughs> She's like, I grew up in this town. I know movie Mason from when I was a child. It's like, oh, this is getting fucking bizarre. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So the kids are still trying to figure out what the final prank would be instead of just going into the theater and dismantling it. <laughs> um, they go on the roof to try and find these missing balloons. And while they're on the roof, the Phantom's just sneaking around like a dickhead, just like scurrying around like a cartoon character. This this is very much a uh, live action Scooby Doo. It really is. It really episode. is. Like he's tiptoeing, and you hear like ding 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 ding, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he puts a sheet over him and ties him up. And they're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> <laughs> also, th- th- uh, can we just say who it is? Who the Phantom is? Yeah, of course you could. Okay, so the Phantom is Sean, the manager, obviously. <laughs> but do you, this guy would serve probably some pretty serious jail time for tying up children on a roof. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, that's fucking... Endanger, endangering and kidnapping a minor? Yeah, that's like imprisonment. Like, false imprisonment. Like, this guy is going to jail for what he just did. Like, this is not... <laughs> This is not just disturbing the peace. He he just tied up three children. <laughs> well, the kids can't save the time, so the Phantom strikes again. And uh, he he inflates the balloons inside, <laughs> inside the movie theater. <laughs> and they're balloons of uh, a dinosaur, which begins eating people somehow. But not really, just putting its balloon mouth on people. <laughs> Yeah, just, just like irritating their skin, and some, and but everyone's screaming like they're being eaten. But all the moviegoers are like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I'd be super irritated, but you know, there's usually exits at the back of the movie theater. I mean, it, it seems like you could puncture that pretty easily. Well, well, literally, you could just tear through it. It's cloth; just rip it in half. <laughs> um, but the balloons are blocking the exit, and the kid comes in with the fucking sword. And um, pops the balloons. I don't even think he does. He just kind of like rolls around on it and then starts fighting the phantom behind the screen. He catches him, unmasks him, and it's uh, it's our buddy Sean. (laughs) Who's just mostly mad that the guy can't remember his name correctly. Oh, yeah. Niedermeyer's like, oh, he says his last name incorrectly. And Sean's like, that's why I did this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Jesus Christ. 
Uh, and then uh, that guy that was going to propose to his mom, well, that's back. We haven't seen him all movie, but, <laughs> but now he's here to propose to the mom, but he doesn't have a ring. <laughs> but luckily, Movie Mason has a, a ring, <laughs> which he, he doesn't even let the poor guy pretend that it's a real ring and part of the plan. And, the, and Mickey Rooney's like, yeah, it's this uh, prop ring. I've always got him. <laughs> This this fucking idiot accepts his proposal. What a fucking nightmare proposal. (laughs) At a movie theater that's just been torn to shreds. Um, And then Niedermeyer, being Niedermeyer, says, Yeah, you know, Pete, I think you should be the senior manager. And uh, Pete turns him down. Because Pete has learned (laughs) to be a kid. This is the message of the movie, I think. (laughs) <laughs> is to not take your job so seriously and just be just be a kid. Um, right. Yeah. It's a terrible lesson. And Niedermeyer's like, oh, you're right. And then just gives him money for breakfast, which I don't, I also don't quite understand. <laughs> which it might have been like, you're going to, you and that girl are going to fuck and here's money for breakfast in the morning. Jesus. Well, I mean, why else is he giving them breakfast money for the two of them? They're very underage. I don't think that's what Niedermeyer was thinking. Yeah, well, he's 17. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that's what Niedermeyer was, was Oh, hoping. yeah, I mean, I hope, yeah, I also hope Niedermeyer wasn't, you know, you know, but... um. Yeah, yeah. So Pete learns to be a kid, and then uh, his final act as a big, great big brother is to to convince his mom that the the little kids should stay out late. And it's honestly one of the most adult conversations I've ever heard a kid have. He's like, "Listen, mom, they've been through a lot, and uh, I just really think they deserve a nice night." <laughs> like, literally talking like a man, and uh, he just needs to chill the fuck out. So. My notes just froze, so I don't know if there's anything else. There's not. A Mickey Rooney uh, movie mason walks in with the fucking idiot sad sack girl. And it's like, of course the Phantom was bullshit. And then proceeds to start talking about the werewolf of the Megaplex. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, boy. Setting up for the uh, the sequel that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. The werewolf of the Megaplex? Well, why would you? Because it's not real and it's just going to be some guy. Well, I'm curious, I'm curious to see who it would be. Um, probably Sean again. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to take a guess, probably Sean. Uh, yeah, and that's it. The werewolf of the Megaplex. So, guys, that was Phantom of the Megaplex. Happy Halloween. Yeah. What are you going to watch for Halloween? Halloween. Uh huh. You've probably told me that <laughs> on, like, every Halloween episode. I don't know what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch something stupid, though. I've watched a lot of stupid movies. I watched The Mummy. I watched The Mummy today. <clears throat> Which one? The original, 1932. Okay. You want to know something about that movie? There's no fucking Sorry. mummy in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, The Mummy shows up for, like, two and a half seconds at the end. And you're like, oh, I'm well, I'm well aware. I watched it like last year. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. I thought, I thought the same thing. It's more of just like a an archaeologist movie. It absolutely is. It's just a lot of mythology. They're just reading fucking ancient texts and being like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. but the uh, the Universal ride's pretty cool. 
It is. That was a great ride. Joe turned me on to that. But, um, yeah, you were very mad at me for almost all of it <laughs> until the end. You're like, oh, wow, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was amazing ride. That ride was fucking amazing. Um, that was fucking great. Um, anyway, well, you know, when Brendan Fraser's on the fucking picture, you know, <laughs> you're hesitant. You're hesitant. Come on. You just hesitate. You wouldn't. You wouldn't go on an Encino Man ride. Def. What? No. <laughs> Paulie Shore just I screaming would. in your face. <laughs> I'd go on that in a second. <laughs> that would be such a fucking nightmare. I'd have such a headache. <laughs> the I, I, I don't want this to be real now. <laughs> All right. So, um, boy, we got some picks here. We got some picks here. You know what? Why don't we keep the spirit alive next week? Because we, we, we do have some shit to uh, this guy. Um, yeah, we'll keep uh, Why don't we keep the Halloween spirit alive next week? Boy, these are uh, these are tough. Um, we're going to keep the spirit alive, I think, here. And we're going to do uh, Halloween 6 next week. Halloween 6? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's between that. And Halloween 4? And the other ones we've already covered. Well, have we done The Prowler? No, I just watched that. It's fantastic. It is a really good movie. Um, I don't. I think I'd rather talk about Halloween 6 with Paul Rudd. I think I would too. Okay. So there, Paul there Rudd's best role. We fucking hate ourselves. Uh, and that's, that's the lesson of this the, show. Halloween 6 isn't that bad. I don't know. I just watched 4 and 5 and... Um, I've never been. I, I I fucking hated every second of it. But that's you cool. didn't. You really didn't like four. You didn't have fun. No. You didn't have fun at four. No. Come on. Yeah, dude. Loomis's face. I don't need Daniel Harris and Loomis's like <laughs> painted on turd on his face. Dude, Loomis's face is alone a three star movie. <laughs> he was blown up in part two and he's still fucking back. Dude, Loomis he's just, just got like as a immortal sc- as Michael Myers. He's just got like a scratch on his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right. Anyway, uh, so that's the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for supporting uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. And if you leave us a review on iTunes, uh, send me an email, Sean at I hate horror.com, and I'll send you some free stickers in the mail. Rad. Rad. And uh, I'm at uh, I Hate Horror on Instagram. Uh, I'm at um, shit. Boognish1985. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, so that's it. Uh, next week, Halloween 6. So, uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys.